Hey everyone, I'm your host, Jared Taylor, here with a, another fundraising announcement. Today I'm here with Dr. John Lensing, the co-founder and CEO at OpenLoop. How are you today? I'm doing well, Jared. How about yourself? I'm excellent. We, you and I were just talking about how it's been a while since we, we last caught up and how things have changed. And it's great to hear that you're doing, you're doing so well. Uh, I'd love if we could kind of kick these off. This is a short and sweet announcement. You just raised a, a great Series A and are getting ready to continue to grow. But since things have changed, we're going to do this a little bit differently. If you give the audience the quick kind of tidbit on your background, but then let's spend maybe a little more time on updating us on where Open Loop is at today versus the last time you were on the podcast. I think it might have been over a year ago now. Yeah, absolutely. So quick recap on my background. I'm originally from small rural farm town, Iowa. Went off to a small school in Michigan for undergrad, studied sciences up there, and then came back to the University of Iowa for medical school. Progressed throughout my training, ended up graduating, matched into plastic surgery for residency. That ultimately started the company um, during my final years of medical school. I was planning on running as a side hobby, but then we had seen enough growth and traction with the company. I thought I could have a larger impact on healthcare by doing this full time rather than going on to do any further clinical training. So, never where I thought I ended up, but it's been a been a, quite the ride nonetheless. And then Open Loop, interestingly enough, was really born out of this shared mutual experience between myself, one of our co-founders, also a classmate of mine at medical school, both of our fathers who are physicians in rural Iowa. Um, addressing this growing disparity between a, a ever-increasing patient population requiring medical services and a very stagnant clinical workforce. And we knew that our colleagues in, in the healthcare field had additional availabilities within their schedule, Friday mornings off, Monday afternoons, or patient cancellations throughout the day. But those, those blocks of time were being underutilized. So it became a question of how do you take an already existing clinical pool and now make them more efficient at delivering care? because we knew that we weren't gonna increase the size of the workforce in any meaningful way. And so when we first launched Open Loop was a tech-enabled staffing platform designed for physicians and rural uh, you know, critical access hospitals and large rural clinics like federally qualified health centers. We launched that in early uh, 2020, started doing tremendous work. COVID initially scaled us up, but just as quickly as that market brought us up, it dropped us right back down because um, the pandemic was pulling all the resources to the ICU and essentially every other specialty was furloughed at the time. And so we very quickly maneuvered, our, maneuvered ourselves into the digital health space because of such the rapid adoption, rapid acceleration and growth within that area because of the pandemic. And what we saw is that a lot of these digital health companies were growing and scaling at such a quick pace, but they didn't have the clinical supply there to meet that demand. So we applied the same sort of business logic match the supply to the demand, except we're going to do the digital health space now. Turns out that that was a great way to get our foot in the door. We provide a lot of benefit to those companies, but these digital health entities just weren't as operationally established as the hospital counterparts were. They didn't have the tech necessary to see these patients virtually across state lines. They didn't have the legal, the compliance infrastructure to run and manage these clinical teams um, across the entire U.S. and at the pace that they were seeing. And so it became very apparent that what they were looking for was a partner to provide full clinical operations to them so they could focus on the patient engagement side of it. What service line do they want to offer? What's the patient journey, patient experience going to look like? And what's the marketing tactics used to acquire those patients? And then so we iterated, and the easiest way I can describe where we are now, Jared, is we function very much like a telehealth company 
except we power other telehealth companies. And we do this by providing what we internally call white label, full stack clinical operations. So I know that's a mouthful, but we have a network of clinicians that utilize our uh, tech uh, infrastructure and stack, as well as our compliance and legal stack to then see our telehealth clients' patients for them, all underneath their brand name. Very cool. It's uh, it's interesting the the pivot that you made, but you, I mean the fact that you were able to provide you know to use your same like principles like the setup that made you successful early on just to the digital health space that makes a lot of sense. Uh, what I'd like to shift focus to is let's talk about the raise. You raised an eight million Series A. Can you tell us more about that? What was the team's level of uh, excitement after hearing about that raise? And uh, maybe talk us through who invested. Absolutely. So. We just closed on our, our Series A that you mentioned, $8 million. That brings total funding to date to 11 and a half for the company. Um, new investors in this round, the, the bigger um, institutional capital that came in uh, was provided and led by Springtide Ventures, dual headquartered out of Boston and Salt Lake. Uh, great domain, deep expertise within the healthcare space, solely focused on health tech investments right now big data play from them so we're interested in, and excited about what um, they're going to be bringing to the table for us and, and enabling us on the data side. Uh, another group out of the Midwest is called Manchester Story. They participated in the round. They are uh, dual situated at the intersection between InsurTech and HealthTech, which is a big area for us. Um, also excited on what they can what they can bring to the table. And then the remaining portions were reserved for you know, a few other smaller strategic healthcare operators, um, particularly in the health tech space, and then the rest was comprised of our pro rata investors. The team, the team's reaction was uh, phenomenal. They're all super excited about the growth that we're, we've been seeing. I think we just did a recap last week, actually, and at this time, 12 months ago, we were a team of about five people, um, and we just crossed over that 50, 50 employee threshold. So team's grown dramatically. Um, the office is starting to feel a lot more full now. The energy and momentum are there, and I think this is only going to keep keep pushing us and allowing us to do what we want to do, and that's deliver healing anywhere and, and, and improve accessibility to healthcare across the country. Um, in terms of actual roadmap and things that we want to use this allocation of funding for, we have a very thorough product roadmap for 2022, if you will. A lot of it revolving around continued operations on scaling our infrastructure. So this is across our EHR, this is across our legal and our compliance components, um, a lot of internal operations, and then enabling our sales and marketing. Everything we've done to date has been primarily inbound demand generation from us. We've had two salespeople over the past six months, so growing that team significantly just to keep up with the demand that we're facing, as well as allocating a few uh, additional resources to the marketing team. Well. Congrats on, on all the success so far. And we'll give a shout out to, to Austin at Springtide. That's our, a mutual connection. Uh, I'm actually going to be talking with him uh, very soon. I think he'll be coming on one of our upcoming episodes to talk about why, why they invested in you, actually. So that, that'll be cool Great. to have your side, and then we'll hear, hear their side as well. But uh, always a pleasure catching up with you, and thank you for the quick updates, and you know, wish you and the team all the best of luck. Likewise. Thanks, Jared.